السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب شرح لي صدري ويسل لي أمري وحل لقدة من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما All praise due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O Allah, we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deceptions of the Satan and the evil of our souls. Ameen. Ya Rabbal Alameen. And it's only the grace and mercy of all, Allah Jalla Wala, we continue with our tafsir and commentary. Our starting point is Surah to Shu'ara, chapter 26 and verse number 192. In our previous lesson, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala gave us the news and information regarding Nabi Shu'ib alayhi salatu salam. Shu'ib means to be involved and engrossed in very various good deeds, branches of deen. So that is the meaning of Shu'ib alayhi salatu salam. His people were people who were very affluent, rich people of substance, as they would say. And they told Shu'ib salam, who was Khatibul Anbiya, the orator of the messengers, you don't come and tell us what to do regarding our wealth, our money, our assets. When he would speak to them, notwithstanding the fact that he is Khatibul Anbiya, the orator of the messengers, they would say, We don't understand majority of the things that you are speaking. It's not they don't understand, they don't want to understand. So these were the guidelines, the injunctions, the commandments, Nabi Shu'aib alayhi salatu salam informed them. Awful kaila wala takunu min al Kail. Kail means when you are measuring something. You know, today you measure whether it is the water or whether it is the milk and all these type of things or material. So all these liters and so forth, all will come in that. And don't be from those people who are the losers, that you give less and you count and you charge the full amount. And then weighing, like you weigh the cement and you weigh so many other things, food items, was in Ubil Kistasil Mustaqim and make sure you have the correct wing, the correct scale. Then he went on and gave a general law, so that is measurement and that is regarding weighing. And do not decrease for the people. They are merchandise, they are goods. I gave you three examples yesterday. Today people call this discounting in the corporate world. So when people come to their shop, they give them the voucher, give them the payment, the, the, 
you know, certain document and they have to pay them 100 rand. So it shows 100 rand, 1000 rand. They say, fine, that we will give you 950 rand, 990 rand, 10 rand, 50 rand, whatever we're taking. Finance charges, discharges, all that is haram is interest. Number two, some people say, fine, for your 100, we will give you 100, or for your 1,000, we will give you 1,000, but the condition is you must shop here, in our shop, in our place, and so forth. That also is not permissible. Islam teaches us, وَأَحْسِنْ كَمَا أَحْسَنَ اللَّهُ إِلَيْكَ Do good unto people and humanity as all Mithya Allah has done good to you. And that ayat was revealed regarding the business and so forth. Third one or second one, remember today people sell cars. And then you will see the car is going from A to B, X to Z, but the speedometer is not moving. They just disconnected it. And when they sell the car, they will tell the client it's 10,000 genuine mileage, 20,000, 30,000. Remember, this is haram, it's deception. That is walatab khasunnasa shiaun. Now on that you can add hundred examples. So remember, this is the real corruption. Do not spread on this earth the corruption. So the corruption comes when the money is there. Every day you see what, what is leaking now. So you must remember this Gupta and that Gupta and so forth. So every day something is happening. So that is how people get corrupted. So Islam teaches us, no, there must be a just system. And remember, everybody won't be on the same level. You will have rich, you will have poor. But the wealth must not rotate only among the rich. It must filter to the poor. Therefore, Islam cannot allow a capitalistic system. If you understand capitalism, the rich will get richer and the poor will get poorer. And fear Almighty Allah, He is the Supreme Being who created you, and the previous generations. What did they say? You must remember when you speak the truth, people will always target you and your personality also. They will try and move away from the issue and try and attack you personally. This is people's nature, you must remember. They did that with Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. They told him, you, Shuaib salam, you are bewitched, you are deluded. Somebody made jadu on you. And that's why you're speaking all these things here. Allah forbid he was speaking the truth, but the truth is not acceptable and palatable. It's very difficult to accept the truth. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Qulil haqqa walau kana murra. Oh Abu Dhar, you speak the truth even though the truth is better. And that hadith is authentic in Mustafa Ahmad. وَمَا أَنْتَ إِلَّا بَشَرٌ مِثْلُنَا Are you just an ordinary mortal human being like us? Allah forbid. They told Nabi Shuaib Remember, Anbiya can never be ordinary people like us. They receive wahi, direct revelation from Almighty Allah via Jibreel alayhi salam. They are masoom from vices and sins. So how can they be normal like us? Allah forbid this was the height of their arrogance and ignorance. And we believe and we think that you are a liar also, Allah forbid. For now all the time, Shuaib would tell them, Allah will punish you. 
Now, daringly, they were so brave and so brazen. What did they say? Superficially, I'm speaking about, they seem brave. You tell your Allah, He must send down upon us that punishment from the sky. If you are truthful. My Allah is all knowing what you are doing. Nothing is obscure and hidden from Almighty Allah. All the plotting, planning, scheming, eventually everything gets exposed. They rejected him, Nabi Shuaib salam. They rejected the message and the messenger. The day was so hot, the week was so hot, and then the shade came. They thought that would be a source of mercy and rahmah. It was a source of zahma, punishment and chastisement. All Almighty Allah annihilated and destroyed them. So that was Nabi Shuaib salam's story. Today's lesson, Surah Al-Shu'ara, Surah 26, verse number 192. All the other verses we did many a time. Today's lesson is very interesting. Almighty Allah Jalla is informing us about the noble Qur'an. The Qur'an Sharif was, is, will always be the greatest miracle of Habibuna Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. وَإِنَّهُ لَتَنزِيلُ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ وَإِنَّهُ وَإِنَّ الْقُرْآنَ وَإِنَّ الْكِتَابِ So that pronoun refer it to the Qur'an Sharif, the kitab meaning this book, the Qur'an Sharif. لَتَنزِيلُ Surely it was revealed by Almighty Allah piecemeal gradually. Understand these two words. إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَاهُ فِي لَيْلَةِ الْقَدْرِ Verily we revealed it, it the Qur'an, fi laylatil qadr, in the night of majesty, in the night of destiny. So Almighty Allah uses the word anzalna from inzal. Inzal means to be revealed one shot, one go. And tanzil, so that is from lawhi mahfuz to sama'ad dunya, the first heaven, the first sky. And from there to the Mubarak, blessed the heart of the Master, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, over a period of 23 years. So that is Tanzil. So this Quran Sharif was revealed gradually, piecemeal, by the sustainer, nourisher of all the worlds, the world of the human being, the jinnah, the malaika, the insects, the reptiles, whatever there is, what we know, what we don't know. Rabbil Alameen means, Alameen means everybody, everything besides Almighty Allah. He is the sole sustainer, nourisher, provider. And see, in our own country, in our continent, then the whole world, which person, which government, which organization can nourish, cherish and provide for the people? Nobody. That is Qudrat Ka Karishma here. That is the absolute power of Almighty Allah. So Qur'an Sharif is Kalamullah, the direct speech of Almighty Allah. Nazala bihi ruhul ameen, and ruh ameen, ruh the spirit, ameen, the one that is loyal, the one that is faithful, honest. So all these translations. So he is the faithful one, he brought it down. So he, Jibreel alayhi salatu salam, was the go-between in the sense that Almighty Allah Jalla wa would instruct him that you go and take this message to Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu 
sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Jibreel alayhi salam could not make any changes in that, obviously. Remember that kalamullah cannot come with changes and amendments. So therefore, it is the direct speech of Almighty Allah. Ala qalbik on your Mubarak blessed heart, ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So ye Allah is giving us the chain from Almighty Allah jalla wala to Jibreel Amin alayhi salatu wasalam to Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wasallam litakuna minal mundirin so that you want the people with love and compassion. We have our son's name, Nazir, daughter's name, Nazira, people see warning. That translation is incorrect and incomplete. When you analyze the philology, the history of these words, you will understand Inzar Nazir means At-Takhweef Ma'al-Mahabba That you warn and you warn with love and compassion. Big difference between the two. So we should know these meanings properly. Study Islam, O Muslim, O esteemed listener of CII, and you will find Almighty Allah spoke of the Quran Sharif. Direct message from Almighty Allah via Jibreel salam to the Mubarak blessed heart of Habibuna Mustafa sallallahu sallam. Study the Ahadith Mubaraka. Abdullah bin Mubarak rahimahullah statement is famous mentioned in the Muqaddama introduction of Sahih Muslim. Lawlal Isnad. If there was no chain, laqala man sha'a Then any person would say anything. So where is your chain of transmission? We are the only people on this earth. Make a note of this. Montgomery Watt, he is an Orientalist. He wrote books on Islam but did not embrace Islam. In his book, Formative Period, he wrote, Muslims, you have the profile of 500,000 people, where they were born, where they died, where they studied their academic career, and you are the ones who have this, no one else. Juxtapose, compare this with the Bible, they tell you King James Version, so many versions of the Bible that even the virgins are confused. You must remember Mark, Matthew, Luke, John, none of them met Jesus. None of them met Nabi Isa salam. Therefore, there are so many contradictions. Now you study our ahadith. You will find the muhaddithin, jazahumullahu khaira. Almighty Allah selected them for this task. And they will tell you exactly this chain is authentic. And this chain of transmission, there is one rawi, one reporter missing, or two reporters missing, or this person, yeah, this rawi reporter is weak. So everyone, remember, there is some analysis done, and dictionaries and books are written on this. Imam Bukhari, rahimahullah's teacher, Ali ibn al-Madini, used to say, if you know the reporters and transmitters of hadith, then you know half the science of hadith. So that is the miracle of Islam. How Almighty Allah selected people like Imam Bukhari, Rahimahullah, Imam Muslim, Rahimahullah, Imam Malik, Rahimahullah, and then how they preserve the hadith, subhanAllah. So that is how our deen is based on a solid, solid foundation. Therefore, our deen, our sharia is sacrosanct, and no one can trample upon it, change it, and bring amendments to it. It's for all times and all places. 
It is in the language of the Arabic language which makes things so manifest and clear. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala chose Makkah, Mukarramah, Madinah, Munawwara, the greatest places. So majority of the Quran Sharif was revealed in these two places and surrounding, some in journey and so forth, but by and large it was in Makkah, Mukarramah, Madinah, Munawwara. When we look, it is Kalamullah, the direct speech, the best speech, that is Almighty Allah's speech. Waman ahsanu min That whose speech can be better? Waman azdaqu min Allah. So whose speech can be more truthful than that of Almighty Allah? So all these verses show us that. The third, remember the recipient is Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu sallam, the best of all Almighty Allah's creation. And in the best language, Bilisan in Arabiyim Mubin. We believe that the Alu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, that Arabic is the best language provided that person loves with Iman and dies with Iman. Otherwise, Abu Lahab, Abu Jahal, Abu Talib, all of them, their mother tongue was Arabic, but they all dispatched to Jahannam. The Quran makes it clear, the Sunnah makes it clear, authentic Sunnah, Bukhari Sharif and Ahadith make it clear. So it shows that the Arabic language is virtue, provided that person has Iman and Islam. Otherwise, it's no virtue. And after that, remember, all the languages are on par. No other language has got virtue above the others. So we need to understand this point clearly. Bilisan in Arabiyim Mubin, Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa read it to them, obviously in the Arabic language. The Mukhatab, the addressees were the Arabs, the Mushrikeen, the people in Makkah. Majority of them did not accept in Medina Munawwara. So there they were the Munafikeen. They did not accept majority of them. Some embraced Islam. The Jews were there. So all the shows. Until today, the Quran Sharif in its original form in this sense that remember no addition, no omission. And millions of people have bi-hearted it. Therefore, look at the miracle of Quran. Your son, your daughter became Hafiz. And here you understood the chain. So what does all Matthew Allah Jalla Wala say? Inna nahnu nazzalna dhikra wa inna lahu lahafidun. Verily, we have revealed as Quran Sharif. Nazzalna. From the word Tanzil. Piecemeal. Gradually we revealed it, this reminder. And surely we are going to guard it, preserve it, protect it. How does Almighty Allah protect it? He makes you Hafiz, makes your son Hafiz, makes us Hafiz. Alhamdulillah, hada min fadli rabbi. Surah 15, Surah Hijr, verse 9. Allah's attribute and quality is Hafizun. He transfers it to you, O Hafiz, Abu Bakr, Umar, Usman, Ali. So we choose those famous names. Hafiza, Fatima, Zainab, Aisha, Jamila. So imagine. So that attribute is transferred to that person, male or female, because Almighty Allah chose that person there to protect the Quran Sharif. No addition, no omission. Similarly with the Hadith. So therefore, when you study Hadith, then you must know the chain, you must know the text, and you must know who reported it. Then you are understanding Hadith. Not what today people are doing. They just sit there with Google and they just take anything and say, this is Hadith. No. You have to study for years and years. Then only will we understand the rudiments only. To understand the whole, we have to give our whole life. 
وَإِنَّهُ لَفِي زُبُورِ الْأَوَّلِينَ And verily this Qur'an Sharif, لَفِي زُبُورِ الْأَوَّلِينَ It is in the previous books also, the previous scriptures. Every one of them, the Torah, the Zabur, the Injil, they spoke of Mustafa, Habibuna, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, maktuban indawum fi Torati wal Injil. Remember Mustafa, Habibuna, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's features. Everything was described. But what they did, those people, the Jews, the Christians of that time, they made tahrif, interpolation, they changed it. And remember, today also, if you go and read the translation, you will find words like comforter and all these type of words. But if you go to the original, then you will see the meaning has been changed and something has been tempered with. So therefore, all Allah says about the Quran Sharif, about Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi it is mentioned in the previous scriptures. Therefore, in the Quran is mentioned, Nabi Isa alayhi salatu salam states, وَمُبَشِّرًا بِرَسُولِ يَعْتِيمٍ بَعْدِ اسْمُهُ أَحْمَدْ Isa alayhi salatu salam telling his people, Remember, a Nabi will come afterwards, the last and final messenger and Nabi for all times, all places. His name, Mubarak, will be Ahmad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the Mubarak name, Ahmad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the Mubarak. أَوَلَمْ يَكُلْ لَهُمْ آيَةً أَنْ يَعْلَمَهُ أُلَمَاءُ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلِ Almighty Allah is asking the ulama of the Jews, the Christians, a rhetorical question. أَوَلَمْ يَكُلْ لَهُمْ آيَةً What? Do you see the Hamza there? You call it Hamza Istifham, interrogative. What? أَوَلَمْ يَكُلْ لَهُمْ آيَةً What? Don't they have any verse? Don't they have any signs? Don't they have any symbol? Israel, The scholars and their people. You know, if you study Judaism, today they call them the rabbis, the ribbi. And if you study Christianity, then you must remember that they call them today the clergy, the priest. So, Rahibra, and all these kind, different, different words they have. So remember that these are the people that Ayya'alamahu ulama'u bani Israel. Israel is the title of Nabi Yaqub alayhi salatu salam. And Bani Israel referred to his sons and thereafter the tribes and all of them. So they, the ulama, they know about these things. But what did they do? They hid it. They concealed it. And they said that no, there is no such thing, Allah forbid, that there will be a Nabi and his name will be Ahmad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. His Mubarak blessed name will be Muhammad Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Why they did all this? The Quran Kareem teaches us. Majority of the Jews and Christians have this ardent and strong desire. They want to return you, O Muslim, to you must become non-Muslim, Allah forbid. You must join them. You see, today when the politicians speak about you refugees from Syria and from Libya and this country, you must integrate, you must assimilate. They mean you must join their culture, the wine, dine and swine culture. Hasadam in Indian Fusim, based on their jealousy. So this was what Almighty Allah asked them. But what they did, 
Almighty Allah Jalla Wala highlights it in various verses. There's no time, but I'll just mention one verse. Kanu la yatanahona ammunkarin fa'alu. They, the Bani Israel, the Jews, the Christians, all of them, they did not prohibit, they didn't speak about it. The munkar, they saw all the haram going on. They saw everything going on for Alu that the people were doing. They said, we must be silent, Shia lo Shia, that we must just be silent, Jamaat. We mustn't speak. So, and all might Allah condemn them. Horrible, terrible indeed is what you are doing. Here we need to understand three things. We can belong to any organization, any party, anybody. But when the wrong goes on and on, and we keep quiet, like these politicians. They say when you join this party, that party, you must show allegiance to them. Islam rejects that. Islam has one concept and understand the consequences of this. The people came, the hadith in Mishkat Sharif, one person came to Mustafa Habibuna وسلم, and said, Ya Rasulallah, I love my people. So meaning, I love my people, I love my family, I love my tribe, I love my country, whatever you want to say is fine. So Nabi alayhi salatu said, fine, that is no problem, that is something natural. But what is asabiyya partisanship? Antu'inahum ala zulmin. You know what they are doing wrong and yet you side with them. That is asabiya. We know, I know my family is doing wrong, and yet I say, no, they're doing right. I defend them. So that is such a crime. Remember, go open the marasil of Imam Abu Dawood. When this asabiya, this partisanship comes into us, tomorrow on the day of justice, the amount of asabiya that person has, Remember that amount of Iman and it, Iman in the inner recess of the heart will be expunged and removed from that person. So the ulama, Bani Israel, their function was they had to make Amal bin Ma'roof, command the good, prohibit the evil. Those ulama of ours, of Ummat Muhammadiyah, in any part of the world, we have primarily four or five functions. Number one, is Amr bin Ma'roof, command the good. Number two, Nahi anil Munkar, forbid the evil. Number three, is Al-Hafidin al-Hududillah, al-Dinillah, protect the deen of Almighty Allah wherever we are. We can never be apologetic. We can never compromise the deen of Allah. People like, don't like, is not our business. La yakhafu fillahi lawmatalaim. We must never fear the criticism of people. That is what Quran is saying. So enjoin the right, forbid the evil, and protect the hududullah, the parameters of the deen of Almighty Allah. Fourth one, tabligud deen. Propagate the deen to all and sundry. And fifth one, da'wat ilal deen. And invite the people. That is the primary function of ulama. If we see the wrong and we keep on keeping quiet or we keep on defending it, then remember Quran Sharif has very, very stern warning. So we need to be clear. 
That is what these ulama were doing. Ayya'lamahu ulama Bani Israel. The Israelites, they are scholars among the Jews, the rabbis, among the Christians, the clergy and the priests. So that is what they were doing. Ittakhadu ahbarahum wa ruhbanahum arbabam. The people took them to be their leaders and mini-gods and demigods. And then what they did, that you the ummah, remember, inna kathiram min al-ahbar wa ruhban la ya'akulun amwal al-nas bil-batil. They were consuming and taking the wealth and they were eating the wealth of the people without any justification on false, false pretext where you should do non-sabilillah. And then they prevented the people from the path of Almighty Allah. So therefore we should understand what is the function of true ulama. Wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.